What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Planet Funk on 313.fm. Yes, sir. We're back. Took a, a week off, but I guess that's okay because it uh, let the guy sitting across from me over here give him a, uh, a week to recover. Because um, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Woodward is pretty much fresh out of surgery <laughs> isn't that right yeah yeah uh it was uh one week ago today okay so how are you how, how did the surgery go oh good it went good um you know the kid the kidney was removed um it has nothing to do with the hopefully uh upcoming transplant but um that's a little bit uh, later down the line. A little bit sore still from the incision, but uh, I'm moving. So if I'm counting correctly, I think this might be number eight I've had since 2014. Eighth surgery? Eighth surgery. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as I, I tell You're my still standing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I joke and say I'm the human operation game. So, <laughs> really, I mean, I don't think any any mere mortal would actually, you know, take a take a licking and keep on ticking. But somehow, I'm still here. Okay. okay. I, I always say you can't keep a good dying down, and yeah, I'm I'm living proof. Well, you actually, uh, you just told me that uh, not only are you, are you here, but you have uh, something coming up, too, that you're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have the date, but you might want to read that for me. February 11th. Thank you. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I don't have my glasses, so I didn't grab them out of my coat before we started. No, but it's called uh, Back Then which will be at the Tangent Gallery at 715 uh, Milwaukee in Milwaukee Junction. It's only going to be three DJs for the whole night. Wilhelm K, 
Mark Aiden Moss, who's a good friend of the uh, of the show. Oh, yeah, and no, I'm excited about his set because he's doing like a history of uh, drum and bass and jungle. Yep. On vinyl. Yep. And yours truly. So, uh, and then I get to open up, so it's going to be a two-hour set. Oh, sweet. I'm sure there's a few folks wondering, well, where's where's CDX and all this? <laughs> and I'm sure right now he's probably uh, riding his bike up in Traverse City right now. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm sure he'll probably be uh, back around this way probably when the weather breaks. I'm guessing. Okay. Well, one thing I did want to mention, uh, all the music in the well that's been playing in the background up to this point is uh, off of our first guest uh, label that he co-runs uh, called Music for Change. And uh, we're actually going to hear about it. It's actually a really cool label. Not only do they put out awesome music, but it's uh, actually got a really good cause. Um, our first guest being Andrew Woke, all the way from Sydney, Australia. Good day, Mike. Right. <laughs> I actually caught up with him uh, yesterday because uh, we were supposed to do the interview uh, a while ago, but uh, Australian internet struck again twice. <laughs> wait, 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 so we, wait, wait, wait. What happened with the internet? Oh, uh, it's just it's bad out there. Oh. And uh, so we uh, yeah we got this interview literally the, the done the night before. And uh, actually, right now is kind of the perfect segue to go into it. Um, actually, no, it's not. I thought it was going to be one of his tracks anyways. But uh, hmm. actually, this is one of his tracks here. Anyways, um, yeah, I caught up with uh, Andrew last night. We had a lovely little chat as well as catch up because it's been years since I've seen that guy. And uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys with that. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. We're here with Andrew Woke, who is uh, coming to us from a land far, far away. <laughs> what's going on, sir? Hey, nice to see you. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a while, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So last time, yeah, last time I was in Detroit was 2015. Yeah. And then you uh, you came to Chicago, uh, what, a year or two yes. later? Yeah. Yeah, it was like the end of 2017, start of 2018. Um, and yeah, you, you came up and we hung out. Um, but then, yeah, it's been like three years since then. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for people that don't know, you are in where? Sydney, Australia. Oh, Eora. We, we, we call it Eora, but uh, Eora. What's the, the what's the story behind that? So, well, that's the the traditional Indigenous Australian name okay. for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Something uh, I, but I know. The the Anglicized name is uh, uh, Sydney. Okay. Cool. Um. Now. Uh, for a little bit, we've been uh, hearing a, a new song by you, which I was actually, I had no idea. Uh, this is news to me that you are, you're still DJing under the name Andrew Woke, but uh, as a producer, you created an alias and that is, and use yeah. your license agreement. <laughs> so what is, what, what, yes. what prompted that? <laughs> um, basically, like, it was probably 
two years ago now, I decided I was going to maybe make a bit more of an effort with writing music. I've sort of just done it on and off for a while and just when I felt inspired, you know, mucked around and if something came out of it, great, if it didn't, it didn't. Um, and more often, you know, as I've been meeting new people in Sydney, um, because I'm sort of a bit older now, um, there's a lot of newer people coming through that uh, I'm meeting for the first time and, and often a question that comes up is like, do you write music? Um, and you know, my response was usually, yeah, not really, uh, sometimes. Um, and I did have a couple of releases as Andrew Woke and people just sort of assumed that they were techno um, because predominantly when I DJ, I play techno or, you know, associated sounds like electro and stuff like that. But, you know, even when I play other genres of music, you can tell very much that like techno is kind of the central uh, influence that, that then goes outwards. Um, and I just found that, you know, when people would ask me about writing music, you know, the, the assumption was generally that I was going to, that I would make techno and although, in, although in reality... One of, one of my favorite tracks by you is uh, actually probably one of the first ones I heard, you and uh, your old roommate Heath, HKJ, yeah. Batman, it was more of a, like a 90s like rave kind of break, so then you guys did like a half tempo drum and bass uh, VIP mix too. Yeah, um, and in re reality, like, more often than not, I was writing music that wasn't techno, and I think a lot of people just kind of weren't really expecting it, um, and I just, I decided if I was going to start writing more music, I wanted to be able to not necessarily have a particular expectation attached to it, uh, and just be like, I'm just writing stuff that I like writing and, if, and it makes me happy. Um, and that way then, you know, if it's good and people like it, great, but they're not kind of going, oh, Andrew, yeah, he's a techno artist. And then, you know, they, they play it. And I, I think the one we're playing right now is like an ambient down tempo thing. Um, and they're like, what is this? Um, so that was the, the main reason behind it. And the name itself, um, actually was because I got contacted by uh, a guy, Dark Mode, who runs um, a label called Biotech, and he asked me to remix one of his tracks, and it was called um, Business Techno Killed the Underground. <laughs> and I was like, what's like a business use for like my name as the remixer? And that was just the first thing that came to mind. And then since then, I was like, yeah, cool, I'll just keep using that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I was going to say, speaking of business techno, techno if anyone wants some uh, good business techno memes, mm -hmm. go follow this guy on Facebook. <laughs> but, uh, I'll... Yeah, if you want to, if you want, like, if you want music stuff, probably Instagram or SoundCloud. If you want mostly business techno memes, yeah, feel free to add me on Facebook. <laughs> business techno tech house memes. <laughs> yep. But uh, so one thing that you've uh, started, oh, the Instagram too, you started that uh, <laughs> recently, but uh, 
even more recently, uh, you started co-running a label as well, Music for Change. Yeah. What's uh, is there a reason behind that? Uh, before we started talking here, we were uh, just chatting, kind of catching up a bit, and uh, you said that you're going for a degree in like a music psychology field. So was that kind of like a tie-in to what you're trying to do professionally? Um, I think by coincidence more than by design, yeah. Um, so the idea with the label, which I run with another uh, Eora-based J slash producer, Jessica Tassoni, um, was essentially we both have a, a strong interest in the fact that a lot of dance music started out as a social, cultural, political movement. Um, you know, music was about um, providing LGBT and people of color an opportunity to, um, you know, express themselves in a safe space. You know, being from Detroit, you know full well about the histories of Detroit techno and, and you know, the, the political and cultural uh, forces that, that led to the development of techno and like, the, the commentary that it was making. Um, and we just kind of felt like we'd like to keep that concept alive now. Um, and it's, you know, even though those, you know, perhaps some of those things that specifically led to the creation of techno may not be as prominent today, there are still lots of social issues that we could be addressing through music. Um, and so the whole idea really is that we, whenever we put out a release, the, the artist that's attached to the release picks a charity that they're especially passionate about, oh, wow. um, and we just donate all the profits. Yeah, and we just donate all the profits from the release to that particular charity. So, um, you know, in terms of the kinds of things we address, it depends a little bit upon um, what charity the artist chooses. But the most recent release we just put out, um, which is from a, a local, he does like drum and bass, but it's kind of left field weird drum and bass. Um, kind of like square pushing is, type is, stuff. Yeah, like more sort of. Uh, yeah, oddball, I'd call it. Um, his, his one is going to the Yoffi Indy Foundation, which um, helps give Indigenous Australians better quality of life. Um, the first release we put out, uh, we agreed to put it towards um, the partner organisations of a, a, a group called 1-800-RESPECT, and they help people who are victims of family, sexual and domestic violence. Um, and the reason why that sort of ties in with the stuff I do with my PhD is um, I look at uh, effects of music with sexually violent themes on people's attitudes and behavior. Um, and so, you know, I'm quite passionate about that as a social issue. So, oh, for the geez, first you're, com you're coming for me off. with my ghetto tech. <laughs> well, the thing about the interesting thing about ghetto tech, though, is that a lot of it's tongue in cheek. Irony. Yeah, it's, it's it's more about yeah. the irony of it. Yeah. Now, this is actually pretty interesting to me. I, I kind of want to get into specifics about it because. Um, 
I know plenty of labels have done releases where, uh, you know, profits went to charity, but I think you guys are the first where I heard where every release benefits a charity, and I think that's awesome. Is that something that you guys on your own kind of have to, uh, like, manage, or is it something, like, on your band camp where you can tell band camp, send all this money to this charity? Oh, uh, so no, we we manage it ourselves. We have a separate account that any Bandcamp sales go to. Um, and now, does this include also like Beatport, Apple Music, all that stuff? Like, do you guys have to pool all that money together and then send that off? Or... So currently, we're only on Bandcamp. Um, there is a goal to use some sort of. Um, Kind of uh, not streaming. Um, those people that like get your music out for you. Um, I, I've had a total brain, like just complete head, just blank. What that word is? Distribution. Yeah. Um, th there is there is a goal further down the line to potentially use some sort of distribution agency that does Beatport, Spotify, etc. But at the moment, we're just on Bandcamp. But yes, if we do go that route, then it would be a case of, you know, pooling it together. But we just have like a spreadsheet um, where anytime there's a sale on a particular release, we just put it into the spreadsheet so we know what needs to go where. Awesome. Now, uh, well, I mean, we've been talking, so your Bandcamp exclusive, let's get that link out. What is, uh, how can people find this music? Yeah, so it's uh, at a link um, is music for change AUS, um, just for Australia, um, dot bandcamp.com. Awesome. And at the moment we have two releases up there. Sweet. Well, I mean, even uh, even if you, you know, you if people uh, buy them, heck, just to support a good cause, I mean, you know, you might get. Uh, you know, a few tracks that you like, you might like the whole release, but uh, like, I mean, at least it's going towards a good, uh, good cause. We've had pretty, we've had great support on on both of them so far. Um, the first release, uh, Dave Clark played one of the tracks off it on his White Noise radio show. Um, a local radio station, FBI. Um, there were multiple shows that played tracks from the release. Uh, just last night, the second release, um, there's a local radio station, 2SER, they played a couple of tracks off it. Um, and, you know, I've seen, like, as the sales come in, you know, you get a little thing that tells you, like, which user bought it. And, you know, um, there have been people that have been like, I recognize that username, you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's it's been really cool. Annie Klein, um, who contributed to the first compilation, uh, she also played a bunch of the tracks off it on her radio show and at some geeks um, when she was touring around the States, when you were allowed to, to tour. <laughs> well, speaking of radio, uh, I almost forgot we were coming up with ideas and stuff to talk about, but you, I, I think, I might be behind times, but you actually yeah. run a radio show as well on Bondi Beach Radio called Time to Track, right? Is it still a thing? Yeah, still going. Okay. Still well, a thing. Why don't we, why don't we let people know about that 
Yeah, uh, so that's eight till ten Australian time on a Sunday night, which Detroit time would be about four a.m. I think. So um, your late but it does have. Yeah, for the late or early mornings. Yeah. But you do you um, do uh, you do record them and put them on your SoundCloud, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every episode goes up on SoundCloud. Um, so the, the main idea behind that show is that it's a new music show. Uh, so generally I'll play one half of the show and play, you know, a bunch of either just released or forthcoming music. And I'm not very picky about genre. Like I'll play a pretty wide range of stuff from ambient all the way up to, you know, Breakcore. If there's a good, if there's a good new Breakcore release out, which happens every now and then, can I put, um, can I put out a Gabber song just to just to get it on there when it's brand new? <laughs> you know what? If it's good and I like it, I'll play it. <laughs> um, and then usually in the second half of the show, I'll have a special. I'll have like a guest mix from someone. Um, and I try with the guest mixes as well to find, uh, you know, whether they're from. Australia or from overseas, like either people that are up and coming or people that have been working hard for a, a long time, but you know, maybe don't have the same huge name as, as somebody else. So I'm, I'm trying to like give people opportunity to get exposure um, through the guest mixes as well. Awesome. Now, what's the uh, SoundCloud link if people want to check out some past episodes? Oh yeah, so um, that's soundcloud.com, uh, Andrew, and then a, a hyphen, and woke, W-O-W-K. Okay, so that's just on your personal one, so people can find mixes by you yeah. and stuff on there too. Oh yeah, there's, there's, there's you know, um, guest mixes that I've done for other radio shows or podcasts, there's obviously re reposts of any of my releases that come out. Um, usually I repost just other mixes that I like as well. So if you follow, like, if you do follow me on there, you probably never run out of music to listen to. <laughs> now, do you have a, uh, a mix cloud as well? No, I don't. I, I, I jumped on it when it first came out because of the, the, the fact that they were like, Hey, you know, you're not going to get, you're not going to get this issue of, of, um, copyright claims and stuff like that. Cause we're specifically for DJ mixes. Um, but I just found that I pretty much never got the same level of listenership on there as I do on SoundCloud. In all honesty, I think across however many years I've had SoundCloud, it's got to be at least seven or eight, probably more. Um, yeah, it must be more because I had it before I got the radio show. I think I've had like two mixes get taken down. Um, so I just kind of let the mix cloud very slowly uh, fizzle away. I'm sure I still technically have one. Um, like so I'm sure maintained. if you looked it up, it would probably. It's not. Yeah, it's not maintained. It's like that. It's like that sort of pile of stuff in the corner that you know you're supposed to go through and like chuck out what you don't need anymore but just put it off like that's kind of what my mix cloud is now um so I, yeah if you want like consistent updates um i would follow the soundcloud awesome 
Now, uh, another place people can follow you, you mentioned before uh, Instagram, but that one's really easy. It's just uh, at your name, right? At Andrew Woke. Yep. Do you want to spell that I for anyone that's them... listening to the audio only one? Oh, sure. Uh, just Andrew, typical spelling. Um, woke is W-O-W-K. If it's easier, you can remember it as Wauk. That's fine. Um, I, I'm i not fussy about the pronunciation of my name. Yeah, the um, first time you came on my show, I butchered it. Try... <laughs> yep, yep. It's, it's a pretty common occurrence. Um, but I... I try to keep as many of them as possible, this, as like as similar as I can, so that people aren't sort of you know like searching across multiple different things. With different well, this names. one has a dash in it, and this one has the number two after it because there was already someone with that name, and then this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then this one I, I came up with when I was, a, when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, and it's just kind of easy but consistent. Um, and I'm fairly lucky there aren't that many Andrew Wokes out there, so there's less chance that someone's already signed up for it under that name. So, we got to talk about it, but the, uh, the pandemic, how, uh, how has it affected you musically? I... If you... Um, okay. I feel like there's the obvious negatives that have come from it, um, which is, you know, the loss of gigs. Uh, I think since March of 2020, I've played maybe three gigs. Um, and those were basically in, in Australia, we had these kind of windows where uh, we got case numbers under control um, and so restrictions were, were eased back and, and we were able to have gigs and, again and you know I had a couple of gigs in some of those windows um, but certainly you know far less than I would typically have in a year for sure um, and I've had some gigs that were meant to happen and then got cancelled. Um, one was super frustrating. It was actually going to be my first gig back from a from lockdown, and I ended up as a close contact of, of someone with COVID. So I actually had to self isolate for, for a week, um, and it was over the time I would have had the gig, so I had to just cancel and not play it, um, which was. That one hurt like like a lot i mean they all hurt right it sucks when you have a gig canceled but that one especially was like oh man we've been in lockdown for like three months or four months oh my god like i got a gig this is awesome and then it was just like sorry can't come uh, um you know that's been the most obvious like tangible negative effect which has its flow on you know financially you don't you don't get paid for gigs i'm you know reasonably lucky in that um, I do have full-time work and for me music is, is it's something I do because I really love doing it. It's not a, I, I don't make a living off it. Um, so I wasn't heavily financially affected by the pandemic. Um, but there's been, 
when I sit down and like really appraise it, they're actually, to me, there are two things that I think, two good things that have come from it. Um, for me personally, um, one is that because I've had fewer gigs to play, often my time, you know, would be spent on prepping for gigs and being like, okay, I don't have a plan sets, but you know, I put together a little playlist of what I might play, for example. You know, if I have a gig coming up, it's like usually my focus will be, okay, what kind of stuff might I play? Let's have a few options, etc. Um, and as a result, I, there was often a lot of stuff that I would buy or or get sent that I was like, I really like this, but it's you know, it's it's not it's not going to suit this gig or whatever. Um, not having gigs, I've become like. I've started going down like rabbit holes on Bandcamp and, and Discogs and stuff, like finding just weird left fields, obscure stuff that I'm just like, well, I don't have a gig, so like whatever. And it's actually made me feel more confident about like whenever, whenever I get to play again, like not worrying quite so much about like, is this, you know, quote unquote functional or, or like, is this right? It's like, do I like this tune? Can I make it work? Yes, or I'm gonna play it. Um, so it's, it's, that's one positive that's come out of it. Um, the other is it's actually given me more time to write music, um, which is again, is because I'm not playing as much. So I have more spare time, um, you know, this year alone, I think I've released more song, more tracks than I had up until this year in its entirety. Um, and, and I've finished more music than I've finished in a long time. So, you know, there have things that have come from it, but um, yeah, it still sucks, you know, like, it'd be great to be able to do those things and play gigs as well. Great. Yeah. Well, now I'm trying to think how to <laughs> how to end this on a. I mean, I guess the making music is more of a positive note, but I'm just trying to think. Where well, we can well I think the other thing, though, something that's I'm like I think on a more like scene level, or um, I don't like the word scene. Um, you know, community level or the music industry, whatever you want to call it. I think that there is a lower tolerance for bullshit now as well like because of the fact that you know we're not constantly being distracted by like hey look at this lineup and you know oh cool new festival and stuff. like stuff that has been going on behind the scenes that's not okay for far too long is starting to come to the surface because there isn't a distraction from it and I'm personally, at least, at least in Australia, and I, and I see it overseas as well, but obviously I you know, speak from experience with the people around me. I'm seeing a lot less like tolerance for that kind of stuff and a lot more, um, I guess I'd call it uh, effort or, or, or um, yeah, effort's it's the only one I can think of right now. Um, to when when this when we come back like to address these things and to be like okay you know what like this is not okay this doesn't belong in our industry um and for me you know i think that without the pandemic i think 
this, those things would have happened, but I think they would have happened quite a bit slower. All right, well, huge thank you to Andrew for sitting down and having that chat with me. I'm actually, uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to his mix yet, so this will actually be the first time that I've uh, heard it. <laughs> um, the track in the background right now is uh, actually off of the first compilation uh, for the uh, Music for Change label. Uh, it's, God, I don't even know, like 15 tracks maybe or something like that. Um, reasonably placed and like I said it all goes to charity so definitely check it out uh, music for change aus.bandcamp.com go check out the releases uh, like I said they all support good causes so can't go wrong there uh, anyways uh, I guess let's go ahead and do this then I'll get into this mix now you are tuned into planet funk on 313.fm this is Andrew Woke yo here we go you can go ahead and start, 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 start. What's the meaning of this
Oh, oh. 
until that was Andrew Woke. All the way from uh, Sydney, Australia. Again, uh, make sure that you uh, you check out his label, Music for Change, because, like I mentioned, uh, actually playing another track right now off of the uh, the first release, but uh, every single release of theirs benefits a different charity. So wow, uh, yeah. So yeah. definitely uh, check out the label, uh, Music for Change, AUS.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp exclusive right now, but uh, they. He said it'll probably be linking up with the distributor, so if you usually buy off of Beatport, iTunes, Amazon, whatever else, they'll uh, they'll be able to put it out on those platforms. But honestly, you should buy from their Bandcamp, because I know Bandcamp uh, gives artists the most money. I think so. Yeah. That's what I've always heard is a rumor. Yeah, and especially with... Uh, all like not not even part of the proceeds. Literally, all of the sales go to charity. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy from somewhere, buy from Bandcamp. So all that money goes to charity. It's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. Anyways, though, as you can hear in the background, we have our uh, second guest here. What's going on, sir? The hey, Nihilist. how you doing? Not too bad. How have you been? I've been all right. It's been a struggle. Uh, the year's been hard, but uh, I'm not dead. I'm not uh, falling ill on the ground. I don't know. I still got a handful of people to talk to and go play with, and that's about the best I can do. Yeah. <laughs> you actually, you, you, uh, we, we lucked out that uh, uh, Andrew's mix went a little overworked because you, you came from another music function. I did. Yep, I was, I was playing. You know, uh, I'm a drummer, too. Well, you know, I play multiple instruments and stuff, but yeah, I was actually playing at a church. Playing okay. drums for a church. Okay. Yeah. So how long uh, did the did the drumming come first, or did the DJing come first? Um, I believe I was doing. Uh, I probably collected music back then, you know, just like buying my tapes and stuff. But I played instruments first. You know, I played like the piano okay. and the drums, like in school. You know what I mean? Like school band and playing in my basement, and then getting them. I got friends together to play in garage bands and stuff, that kind of thing. Okay, so you've been at this for a while. Yeah, I played music for a long time. I played I, I DJ for a pretty long time too, but I think I definitely played instruments first. Okay, now uh, when you play uh, like your drums and stuff, do you do you have like a band that you normally play with, or is it just kind of like for the church <laughs> things, or, or like what is uh, like the main focus behind it? I guess it's all types, you know. I guess it could be questioned, you know, uh, how much of a professional musician I am, but I, I attempt to be a professional musician. Like I actually do go out and play, you know, to pay my bills. So it's like sometimes it's you know uh, earlier before COVID shut down, it was teaching kids music. You know, teaching them drums and piano and stuff like that, as well as like, uh, I was like at the School of Rock, and now I was playing in like, geez, four or five bands. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now I only play in like one because bands go the way bands do. You know, it's like a relationship. You got to get along with <laughs> five people for 50 years or whatever. So, but I still play in a band called Cosmic Light Shapes. Cosmic Light Shapes, Correct. okay. Uh, I think this is actually because you've had you on the show a couple times, but uh, I think this is the first time I actually learned the, the name of your band. No, good answer. No, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, can we see you guys anywhere? Yes. Now, I will not get the date exactly right, but I believe it is in April and it's going to be at Bolero. Okay. And I believe it is going to be with Super Birthday. So it'll be like Cosmic Light Shapes and a band called Super Birthday. Super Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> 
Are you familiar with Detroit bands a little bit? Uh, unfortunately not really. You know who the Dirt Bombs are? I do actually. I have uh, three of their albums. There you go. So I, I got the. Uh, well, well, I have. Uh, actually, no. I take that. Oh, yeah, three. I okay. Because uh, two of them is like the same copy. It's it's the CD version and then the vinyl version. Awesome. But uh, the party store. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you absolutely know. Yeah, You're yeah. a big music fan, though. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised that you know about that, too. If anyone is unfamiliar, go check out Party Store by the Dirt Bombs. Oh, it's, yeah. It's uh, like rock covers of Detroit techno classics. Very it's amazing stuff. It's an oh, amazing yeah. album. It's on CD and vinyl. If you can find it on vinyl. Actually, Detroit Threads. <laughs> I think has the CD album. They might have it on vinyl. I had to get mine at Discogs, but uh, they oh, definitely online. They definitely have the CD version of the remix album, oh. and then they also have the vinyl version of the remix album at Threads right now. Unless someone like bought it out since the last time I've been there. What section would it be in? I think it's actually on like the the wall of like this is like the stuff you need to buy. I had to ask Michael about it. Be like, what's up? Yeah. Have you heard the remix of them yet? I, I feel like I've been introduced to them, but I don't own either one. You know, like, I know about it. My friends have been like, oh, man, you got to hear this. And I've listened to it, but I honestly don't own either one. Okay. Yeah. How there I'm familiar with our music is, like, playing shows with them. And the, uh, the bass player, a uh, friend of mine, Troy Gregory, is the lead or, you know, the, the songwriter slash put-together guy for Super Birthday. Okay. Yep. All right, so, cool. So maybe I'll have to uh, I'll have to come check that show and Bolero. bring my uh, my my record and get it get it signed for sure. There you go, <laughs> super fan, and that's worth it. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. So, uh, what? I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking here. Did we give out the date on that? Um, I I do not know the complete date. I, it's April. I know all the information except the absolute date. I feel like it's gonna be. Maybe the 14th or 15th. Okay. Like, is that the, maybe the second week of April at Bolero? Okay. Well, I guess, do they have a Facebook page? They for the do. Venue? Okay. So just stock that page. Yep. And once they post the info, you can get it there. Cosmic Light Shapes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, uh, DJing, have you been playing anywhere lately? Yes. I've still been uh, trying to put it down. Like I said, it's been difficult. You know, it's been uh, stressful. You know, it gets all over you sometimes. But, yes. I still have been out there playing. I do uh, a stream at a, a no label audio. That's in Hamtramck. Okay. Yep. That's so, where I work actually. You know, I engineer, play, record, partners with uh, Tom Kondoff there. No label audio. Okay. Uh, how can people check out that stream? Um, it's on Twitch, probably under no label audio. We do them like once a month, usually towards the end of the month. I think this month will be on the 29th. So, okay. you know, it's no label audio, Twitch. You know, sometimes it's titled Chroma Club. You know, we're partnering with a few other musicians and stuff, so we have a bunch of ideas mixed in. But it's kind of like a open table slash stream. You know, we invite people out. They get recorded. Similar to this, but not. We don't interview people. We just have a place and play music. Normally record and do studio stuff there. Okay, sweet. Uh, now, I know you have a band camp as well. We were talking about being Yeah. Why don't you uh, go ahead and... Because you produce as well. Yes, I do. Um, why don't we share that Bandcamp link and then we can talk about music for a minute. Sure, sure, totally, totally. So if you want to go to a Bandcamp, it is supported by, uh, it will be Team Swoop. Uh, the title, it will be under, you know, my name, The Nihilist, T-H-E underscore N-Y-H-Y-L-I-S-T. And it will be all one word, I did this on acid. <laughs> 
But it's a tape, you know, uh, limited edition tape run. I think maybe now all the tapes will be sold out. I did it a while ago, but it's something I have that's current that you can go to Bandcamp and support. Sweet. Um, anywhere else that people can check you out, DJing in the yeah. near future? Um, I just did one that was at, we did the Enter the Ninja. It was a proper rave in like a, the Kung Fu, Detroit Kung Fu Dojo. Shout out to Robbie. Thanks for having me out. It was uh, actually really cool. Been a while since I went out in proper rave. It was kind of badass. You know, like uh, paper bag, not paper bag, but plastic bag walls and big bass bins. <laughs> in a basement of some place you've never been before and got lost driving to. Okay. Now, uh... Is there anything coming up that people can go to? The only thing that we're going to have coming up is going to be the stream. That's going to be end okay. of the month. I haven't planned anything. Well, I mean, obviously down the line for the band in April. But for DJing, it is open to come to our studio and the stream's not closed. You can come. You can actually come and set up and play if we don't have enough people who, you know, came and uh, wanted to spin. But it's just enough, uh, like, in Hamtramck on the same end of Hamtramck as uh, High Dive. Okay. You know, that direction. I don't know that south of Kashmir. Maybe. Hard with directions there. <laughs> it gets me turned around. I usually come from the east side, so it all seems south to me. Okay. Um, do you, uh, as far as uh, online, is there is there any other links that people can follow you at? Like SoundCloud, MixCloud. I know you have your Instagram, too. True. Yep. So maybe one day it'll be super true, but I, I, I say uh, maybe you could Google me. You know, usually if you spell it, I spelled it weird on purpose. So if, like, I have Twitter as the Nihilist. I have, there is a Facebook page as the Nihilist. There is a SoundCloud, a Instagram, uh, I think even a distro kid where I put up some archive stuff. But yeah, if you look, it should be out there. I've done, like... I'm not a superstar, but I do work pretty hard, so it can be found if you look for the Nihilist, spelled how I spell it, and you'll be able to find uh, at least a handful of those social media pages that I uh, mentioned. Sweet. Well, um, hey, you ready to make some noise? Sure. Can I give a shout out to one last thing? Of course. Yep. I do have something coming up. I believe, I cannot give you exact date, but it is involving some um, people that I got made some cool relationships with through the pandemic um it is uh, modern tribe communications is going to do a compilation of you know detroit music so i think they're calling it by way of the groove um it is gonna have i don't know how many artists but detroit artists featured i'm gonna have a uh, two or more songs featured at least maybe two songs featured on it and this is gonna have a variety of artists and styles from around detroit that's uh by way of the groove no label audio and uh, modern tribe communications. Sweet. All right. Well, um, why don't you go ahead though over there and Excellent. Get set up and let me know when you're ready. For sure. Good to see you. Good to see the Don. Good to be here. Sweet.
tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm. This is The Nihilist. Go ahead and turn the master up, master up, master up. That's like 50, 50. 
the time, man. All y'all people dig up yourself. All rough me, all true. You know!
with a boy I feel Think you just line with steel Find me and my friend them come share up your meal Your deal, we find out you a put to work for real Run down, go see a shango quill We hear this rough chat Real bad man no response to that Don't say your boss will come try to turn that Chat what? All them have the world place a lot Well anything will have a pull But s**king not Well if a piece then a piece And if a war then a war Then me tell you I'm 
I want to say a huge thank you to both guests for coming and uh, playing tonight. Make sure you follow them on their band camps. Go to their band camps and buy their music right now. <laughs> that, uh, that last track actually um, was another original by this man over here to my left. So if you like that, definitely go check out his his uh, tape. Maybe you can still buy a copy. Probably not, but you can at least get the uh, the digital version. You can get the digital version on the Bandcamp. What's that? Oh, whatever. Um, also, uh, I got to say a huge thank you to Andrew Woke. Definitely go check out all his links and everything. Follow him, buy his music, support his label. And, uh, yeah, um, gotta say a huge thank you to Speakerbox for hosting us each and every Wednesday. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, we do this every Wednesday, 7 to 10 p.m. Detroit time. Also, a huge thank you to our past host, Grand Trunk Pub. They supported us for a good number of years. And then also, uh, Detroit Threads, who hosted us for a full year. Um, uh, also... Uh, gotta say huge thank you to the man who is responsible to all of the god like 15 plus years of archives um, if you like this show check out some of the old ones uh, download.313.fm or just go to the 313.fm click on archive episodes and uh, it'll bring you there or if you're lazy and you want an algorithm to do all the work for you 
just uh, search for us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and uh, subscribe to 313.fm and it will automatically tell you when there's a new episode available and maybe even download it for you. Uh, but yeah, that is all in thanks to our man in command out in California hosting, like I said, about 15 years of downloads. Mr. Jeff. I don't even know if you can hear him. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for the night. Um, yeah, peace out. This is another one off of the uh, Music for Change label. Co-run by Andrew Woke. Go check it out. Uh, again, musicforchangeaus.bandcamp.com. Yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, peace out and have a good night. 